Hello and welcome to Live Action Rebels, our Ahsoka after show breaking down, discussing each and every episode of the latest Disney Plus Star Wars live action series. My name's Don White. Joining me this week, Ashley Hubbard. Hey, Dylan. Excited to be here. Talking about fly, Time to Fly, the third episode. That's it. You was trying to think of a joke and you couldn't think of one, but it's fine. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, chapter... Is it a note to the Foo Fighters? <laughs> Learn to fly. Be a dick cut, I guess, if, if, if it was. Uh, yeah, so Time to Fly, episode three. <clears throat> Part three, chapter three, whatever we're calling it. Uh, Time to Fly, episode three. Uh, about 30-odd minutes. Uh, definitely feels a lot after the double episode <laughs> premiere. Yeah, it was only like 30 whatever like 34 minutes and i mean the credits are like fucking five minutes in these shows i swear so mm. yeah literally like half hour flies past i definitely felt like after the double episode premiere it was like whoa we've we've slowed the fuck down which yes. i'm gonna get my feelings on this episode out of the way straight out before i give yours i thought it was fine i here's my biggest problem with this episode i if this was an episode of rebels of which this is basically a continuation of the the show, I wouldn't have so much of a problem because each episode of Rebels has like 16 episodes, right? And you'd get episodes like this. And you're like, it's fine. Like, this is character building. You know, like the, the training on the ship. It's just like a, it's just a shootout, you know, like whatever else. Now, we spent 30 minutes in this episode. I go, cool. We're like nearly halfway through the season. <laughs> you know, like, I, I just feel like that, that I, again, it's like that eight hour, that eight hour looming and I'm like, cool. So we did one episode that was 30 minutes and it was, it was this like, and again, mm. I'm saying like, if this was rebels or clone wars or whatever, I would be like, that's fine. Like, I don't, that's, I'd be used to it. I'd be fine. I'm like this. I'm like, cool. So there's eight episode show. What are we doing? <laughs> what's the, what's going on? And I do have a few other complaints actually with this episode, which I'll get to my major positives are, I really, really enjoyed the, um, the, 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 the shootout, I guess, the, the actual space combat, TIE fighter combat. The dog fight, yeah. the, the dog fighting, I thought was, and obviously that's a, the primary part of the episode. I thought that was all done uh, rather well, shot well and everything, uh, paced well and everything. Steph Green directed this episode, so um, shout out to them for that one. Uh, but yeah, I, I definitely felt like the the choice to do this, this, this episode three, that's the majority of it. Nothing much else really happens apart from a little bit of set up on the side of Hera and whatever else, and a little bit of, again, character building between Ahsoka and Sabine with their, their training session at the start of the episode. I was like, okay, interesting. Like, that's that's how we, we want to use half hour. Sure. What do you think of this, this, this week's episode? Yeah, I agree. It was kind of a fine episode. Uh, obviously, we spend a large portion of this episode training Sabine and going, hey, she's a shit Jedi. <laughs> um, and then, you know, yeah. If you to look at it on a whole, it doesn't progress the plot very far. But again, it's just a character building episode. Uh, we do get some other characters that I'm sure people would be happy with and them um, showing up and that kind of stuff. But uh, you know, again, not a massive plot moving episode. Yeah. And so, I mean, yeah, there's like three sections. It's like training dogfight Hera stuff yes I feel like that's like the three sort of ways the episode three acts down. three acts and they're sort of intermingled in that last two but yes the three main acts of the, the this episode mm -hmm. training stuff I thought was fine um I definitely feel like so the whole thing of like 
you you can make Sabine. I guess if you want to like go down, because you could make her like a um, you know, I'm one with the force, the force with me, fucking um, don't you, like. Yeah, you get you could have her be like learn to be attuned with the force without technically being a Jedi or anything crazy like mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? Like it's a you can go down that road. I'm so glad there was that second where the shot hung on the cup or whatever, and I was like, please don't, please don't move it, <laughs> don't, don't move, don't make this stupid. Oh, like, oh, she she didn't notice, but she moved it. I was like, it's not fucking magic. Like you're saying, brain boy. Yeah, I was like, what are we doing over here, fucking? Shout out Broom Boy. Bring him back. You know what I mean? Bring him um, back. Where's his series? Uh, <laughs> I did love the line, you win this round. So the yeah. yeah. I so mean and the, the 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 like her like I'm I'm enjoying Sabine doing it in the training and like I thought the moment with her like actually like like with the, the Luke Skywalker type visor on and you know all that sort of stuff was was cool and everything like that, but um it was whatever. I I think the highlight of this episode, though, Hugh Young, Hugh Yang. Yep, um, he's, he's he's currently my, my favorite character. <laughs> he's just beautifully blunt about everything. Yep, yep. Uh, and I can appreciate that. Yeah, it's like well, you're the worst Jedi. Jedi. No, you're the worst Jedi I've ever. <laughs> yeah, even him just looking at the the slice sword slices. Yeah, it's not good. It's not bad. Not good. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like, yeah, it's just it's so funny getting to see, because as I said, like David Tennant did the voice in Clone mm. Wars, but getting to him, this version here and getting to, to see him be more like interactive with characters like this, like with Sabine and stuff, just like David Tennant is like the perfect person to, to do this sort of just like dry um, delivery of a lot of these yep. lines and stuff, I think. So it really works quite well. Um. When we get into the the other thing that annoyed me, and I'll pair this with something else I'll come to with Hera as well. I don't... When they get into the actual dogfighting, this show, I think is, and I, I, I assume it will struggle for the rest of its time, and this is probably going to come up again and again, but th- there's going to have these moments where I'm like, okay, so we did that because you're trying to play towards people who've never seen Rebels. But I'm like, but why? Because what what happens is they have Sabine go in and the way they have her shooting and the way they have Hera talking to her, it makes out like she's a, like, like, oh, like she's a gun, you know? Like, and, and, and I'm also like, I don't know if that has, I don't even know if that should matter that if people haven't seen Rebels for that, because you literally have a scene in like the first or second episode where old mate, the Lothal, um, uh, whatever mayor or whatever the fuck his name is I can't remember um, where he's like yeah it's like Clancy Brown's like you know fucking uh, war hero commander mm-hmm. Sabine she's fucking look you, you don't she's even dope. need to have watched Rebels <laughs> you, you, they give you enough backstory they're like she's done shit right she's she's good she can she can handle herself and then in this the, the just the way the shooting where it was like Oh man, she's never shot it. Like, and I know it's trying to play into this. Like, it's the first time some audience have seen her behind a gun. But I'm like, she's fucking shot a million guns out of ships in. Yeah, in but Ella, Ahsoka deleted you know, all like, the presets. Yeah. It's just so it's frustrating. You just feel do you, so. Your problem is you feel like they've uh, you've they've uh, what's the word? 
They've like uh, fucking nerfed. Yeah, they've nerfed her. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> they've nerfed her for for the for the. I think they've over nerfed her. I feel like they're nerfing her here to try and allow for new audiences. But I'm like, I don't feel like you needed to because you already done your legwork of setting up in a prior episode and explaining that she was a war hero. So I'm like, did, should you She's not just rusty. trust the audience? to understand that she was a war hero and when she kicks ass it's not because she's a fucking mary sue it's because she's a fucking war hero you know like <laughs> you know what i'm saying how, like that's not how female characters doing stuff works oh no <laughs> yeah no um it's the same as the other part that frustrated me in similar vein skipping over to the Hera stuff. She has a, and again, I understand that a lot of this is just me as a Rebels fan, but it is also me. I'm trying to view these as, okay, I'm frustrated. I'm not getting what I need as a long-term fan of these characters at these points. But I also feel like because you're trying to placate to two different audience types that you're sort of not doing a good job at either is my problem. Because, I feel like that's what they've done with this shooting scene here. I'm like, I don't feel like that was good for her character at all. And you've done it for Sabine to try and nerf her for the, the new audience. And then when it goes to Hera, and this moment where she's talking about, you know, like, oh, I lost so many people in the war, you know, friends and family. I'm like, Kanan? Can we, are we not allowed to say Kanan? Like, you literally, and again, like, I'm going to say the big word now because I talked about it fucking last last episode we talked about it. They bring in Jason, fine, right? Her kid. Yep. Her kid, who she has, with Kanan. Now, her kid says, oh, man, I would love to be a Jedi one day. Like, Kanan? Your dad? Kanan? <laughs> you want to be like your dad? Subtlety, then- <laughs> Dylan. Subtlety. <laughs> God. No, and then Hera's like, yeah, I lost people in the war too. Friends and family. I'm like, yeah, family. Like Wait, the father of your child. Subtlety. I just, I just feel like, again, I feel like this is this is a writing thing. And you know how we talked about with Andor, how much faith it sort of put in its audience sometimes? And f- for, mm. for for so much, like, well done. That show, this show's never going to be anywhere near as good as Andor. And I know that. And I accepted that coming into it. Like, I never expected a show to be anywhere on the level of Andor. I just feel like, I'm like, from a character perspective, if you're, if you're like, and I feel like the amount of times I listen to, like, really good writers, I think one of my favorite things I ever heard um, Vince Gilligan say on one of his podcasts, even for Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul or something, was like, the amount of times like you'd step back and you'd be writing dialogue and be like, well, they wouldn't actually say that. That's just me. Like needing to say something. Yeah. Needing. And then like having to like step back and just actually think what would the character actually say? Even if it's like t- means I have to completely change the way I, I write this it's scene plot, or something. Yeah. What would the character actually say? Like, in, in a, like real, like, mm. and I feel like it's that thing of like, if if Ahsoka was uh, sorry, if Hera was speaking about people she misses from the war, I know that she could be like, "Yeah, I miss lots of people," and not a day goes past where I don't miss Kanan. Like she would say that. You like, would, just, she would say that in a uh, meeting with a bunch of senators, an official with meeting. Mon Mothma, she would. 
Yeah, privately. I mean, they were talking at the start. I don't know if they, they were, like, but like, you know, those senators butted in. I thought this when was a great her scene. child. Really when it. a child goes, I can't wait to be a. I would love to be a Jedi. Not just go. Oh, wouldn't you, you little fucker? Wouldn't you, little, you fucking Jason? Oh, wouldn't you? You don't think that hit her in the heart? Like you know, she wants to be. He, you know, got her a little bit emotional. You know, <laughs> he wants to be just, just like I, his dad and doesn't even realize. I just, it it felt like the writing was purposely avoiding the word Kanan because no one watching this show has any fucking clue who Kanan Dylan, is. Dylan, did right? you just desperately want Mary Elizabeth Winstead to say the word Kanan? Is that what this is all about? <sighs> no, I just feel Just like- say it once. <laughs> I just feel like it's a show think she'll, do- when are we when she gonna say Kanan in this pod in this show? I don't know. When he is I mean nobody said his name, fucking, right? It's a stupid fucking flashback and Freddie Prince Jr. turns up or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. I don't know. I, I just feel would like you'd be upset if Freddie Prince Jr. showed up as Kanan. Yeah, I'd think that would be a terrible decision. Um <laughs> it would be a terrible decision. Um I just I I do think like the show's like, hey, we're gonna be like the fucking fifth season of Rebels, and also we're gonna pretend no one's ever heard of those other four seasons. <laughs> like let's I don't I don't take it that way. I just you know. Okay. You don't need to specifically set it out. Like again, subtlety, and also everybody who's watched Rebels knows exactly who that she's mentioning and referring to. It just feels weird. I'm like, well, just say it. Just say Kanan. Like, I lost a lot of people. Say his name. <laughs> I lost a lot of people too. Wink, wink, mom moth. Hey, mom moth. Remember when we fucking saved your ass several times over seasons two to three? You fuck. <laughs> <laughs> when when we saved you. When we saved you and Lothal <laughs> with Kanan. <laughs> Before I had this fuck, his son. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Maybe we need to rename this podcast to say his name. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, I didn't like that scene, by the way. I know you just said you liked it. You liked it? I liked Tear it, yeah. The- obviously, you know, obviously it's a, the senators are all shitty because they should have just given her what she wants because she's the war hero and a general and knows what she's talking about and we obviously know she's in the right uh but i think you know it again progresses the idea of the new republic really not being on steady footing like they're like imperial we have imperial uh people at every form of government we have them in every level of everything uh and they they pledge loyalty to us so you know they've all got to be you know on board right (laughs) they've all got to be loyal to us it's just how it works uh, just the the naivety being shown by a lot of people, or like the manipulation that is possibly done by some of these people, is like obviously what leads to the uh, first order eventually coming back. So, um, while it's for our heroes, it's not a good scene. I thought it, uh, like progressing this uh this era of Star Wars, I thought it was an interesting scene. And also, I just love the Hera's line, like uh, calling out the senator. What was it? Uh, where. Were you ever in the war, Senator? Just sat back and waited to see who came out on top. <laughs> yes. Now, I can't remember who she said that to, but was it the dude next? Oh, fuck, I don't have to go back. The, so there's one of the senators there is a uh, shout out to this fuckhead because he's a... F- Actually, no, I've got a picture here. I think it was. It was the one on the right of... Um, yeah, the right of my monitor. 
Yeah, so that fuckhead, right? Um, he's actually, I'm pretty sure, a first order sympathizer. It's ba- so he's um, he's a character from um, uh, Resistance animated show. Oh. so he's the he's the father of um, of um, I can't actually remember the character's name. Anyway, the father of one of the kids from the Resistance animated series, um, and uh, the main character or whatever his name is, and it's. Uh, pretty heavily implied that either A, he's a First Order sympathizer or he was very happy to jump ship to another, to, to being the first, like he didn't really give a fuck, like, you know it's like, either he's working for, he was a First Order sympathizer or he was very happy just to, whoever won one, I didn't really you know, he's like, I don't care as long as I, I get paid, bitch, you know, sort of thing so that fuckhead, yeah, that makes sense. I want to say Zino Yeah, his last name's, um, yeah, Zino yeah Hamato or whatever. Um, yeah, so that's 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 the that's the other shout out there. Now, let's uh, one one last other thing for this episode, I guess. Uh, Pergules, space whales, show up. Yeah, Ash is going to give me shit because I had to look up what the fuck they were called because I was just going from space whales. It's fine. I'll admit, it's fine. Before recording, they, I, I was surprised they were they're not called space whales. Yeah, I know. I just prefer them with space whales. Like, hey, remember those things, space whales? So again, um, there I gotta be honest. So space whales, pergils become obviously heavily prominent in the finale of Rebels. Rebels. They are the things that happen to come down. Um, they called down to basically attack the ship that Thrawn yeah. and Ezra. They kidnap Thrawn and Ezra. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, so space whales can they can hyperspace. jump in hyperspace. They can hyperspace travel, but they can also hyperspace travel in a way that the technology of that they use that people use the hyperspace cannot, which means that the hyperspace wherever they were taken could have been outside the un, the the charted regions of space. Is is mm. basically how, how it works, and that, and that's the problem. It's like Ezra and Thrawn weren't ever technically killed; they were just taken to uncharted to space. somewhere when we don't know. So so far in the first three episodes of this show, it's this whole the bad guys are building a massive hyperspace ring as we see in this 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 episode mm-hmm. with uh five massive hyperspace six. Gen- uh six six hyperspace uh, generators as part of it so they can uh go Make to where they believe yeah go to where they believe Thrawn and I guess uh Ezra will yep. be is the is how we're going. Now we see space whales uh Pergils. I really really thought that if we saw space whales in live action they would look terrible. I thought they looked cool. Yeah. I mean, they got the, like, squiddy arms, which was a bit odd, but yeah. That was the part I was worried about, because, yeah, it, obviously in animation form, I was like, they look really weird with their little their little octopus back ends. And tendrils, shit yeah. Like that. So, yeah. Tendrils and stuff, but um, I thought they looked pretty cool in live action. Yeah, they looked good. You know, you could tell what they were straight away, and, uh, you know, they didn't do much other than float around, but, you know, got the impact, uh, and their importance at this location, I feel like, is... Because you know, I've seen people theorizing like uh, they've got some sort of like migration path, and clearly wherever they're going to jump to next is where Thrawn and Ezra are. So yeah, that's why they're setting up here. Yeah, and I mean that this is definitely getting into the like some of the animal stuff. I guess that Filoni did in in his animated Star Wars stuff has always been some of the the, weird, the weirdest stuff, and um. People are, yeah, like the wolves and the space whales and whatever else. So none of that would surprise me if they 
uh, had like a migration thing. Um, they are like they're they're smart. They're not they're not like dumb beasts just traveling around doing nothing. You know what I mean? So, um, I mean, we did see. I think we saw them. I can't remember if it was it Book of Bubba Fett or Mandalorian. There was like one episode where they were seen. I can't remember. Do you remember this? I think I mentioned what? it briefly. There was one episode where they did like a hyperspace, like they were in hyperspace, and Grogu was like, "Yes, I, uh, I want to say." I don't know if it was Book of Bubba. Was it Mandalorian? Yeah, it was definitely the Mandalorian. Yeah. I think it was this, this but, season that just happened. Yeah, that would make sense, I guess. Uh, but they were they we didn't actually see them. They were just like like shadows outside of like in the hyperspace tunnel or whatever. So yeah. Um yeah, no, really cool. I um I enjoyed seeing that. I I I like I really thought that space whales in, in real life would look really fucking weird and not work, but they somehow work. I'll take they it. Did. It worked for me. Um so they crash land well they don't crash land, they're hide now they're Ahsoka and yeah, so being in the episode, they're hiding out on the planet and you've got old mate sending his people to find them. Uh there's a lot of theories about who's gonna be under that helmet of that first the order Marok, dude. person or whatever. Marok, yeah. So I don't know. Do you, have you seen the craziest series? Uh no, what's the craziest series? Craziest series, that's Ezra. That would be a wild I don't a know wild choice to bring the, the, bring them all in live action, and your main dude uh, is the bad guy now. Yeah, that'd be weird because it'd be like, well, how did he? I don't, I don't. But everybody's kind of assuming it's somebody because his voice is so modulated. Yeah, and it says it's voiced by Sam Witwer, which doesn't mean anything. But oh, it's Darth Maul's son. Done. Done. It's double blade. Double bladed. But they all are, to be fair. That's true. Um, I can't remember the character's name, but I know everyone wants it to be. For ages, anytime Ahsoka's shown up somewhere, there was this character in the Clone Wars. I think her name starts with B. I'm bad fan. Um, but she had like a falling out of her, and she like turned to the dark side. But they never explained what happened to that character after the like Clone Wars and stuff like that. So people always, anytime a random character is shown back up in Rebels or anything else like part, past Clone Wars, they've always been like, ah, oh, that'll be her. That'll be her. That'll be her. But she'll never show back up. So. Maybe her. I don't know. But that would be a deep pull for like Clone Wars fans. So I don't know. Don't know. Um, yeah, but I'm hoping, uh, I'm for a little bit meat, more meat on the bone next week, is all I'm going to say. Mm. Again, just, I just, I, well, I'm like, I. Eight episodes, just we're fucking. We're, I don't. I don't have time for these. This, this like, yeah. I, just, I don't know. Yeah. They go. They're going to that forest, and we saw that forest in that trailer. So they're definitely going to find that forest. And then we yeah, assume yeah, they're going to make the jump. I think they make the jump next episode. Yeah. Fucking like yeah, we gotta we gotta gotta make the jump shortly. Where'd it, get, where'd it get going? We fucking... We know Thrawn's in the show. It's not a secret. Yeah. Like, get going, people. We know You're he, making a movie called Heir to the Empire. Yeah. Let's fucking... What are we doing here? Fucking spend all season trying to build up to this. What are we doing? All right. Uh, that'll do it for this week's episode of... Uh, fucking... What are we called again? Say his name. Say his name!
No, it's live action rebels. <laughs> <laughs> live action rebels. <laughs> but we should have called it the same thing. Right. Uh, why don't we call it the same Oh, that's right, because we only thought that this week. That can be um, the outro now. Yeah. <laughs> Until next week. Same thing. Right, I'll make it that right now. It's fine. We'll cut all this out. Actually, why not? I can't be bothered. Uh, thank you for joining this week on another episode of Live Action Rebels. Of course, our Soka after show breakdown discussion here on the Holocron Entries podcast. We'll be here again next week uh, talking about the episode, hopefully on time. It wasn't up this week on time because I was sick. Um, you know, that's why the cookie crumbles, unfortunately. But hopefully up a little bit earlier for this coming week's episode, which I'm hoping will be a little bit longer, a little bit more meat on the bone, as I said. And until next week, Say his name.